0: hello and welcome to the btf podcast that's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football we're here it's episode 31 and we're coming at you live on youtube spotify and itunes simultaneously i'm joined in our very new very well lit studio by my good friend john miller how you doing dad i'm very well i'm all good i'm also joined by levi and beer
1: hello how are you doing guys
0: they're good. They're, you, can't, you, can't, you can't hear them respond. But you, you know, I'm, like, I'm told. Actually, that talking to them and i you as well. Yeah, through the YouTube box, they can see you and they may be talking to the screen. But um, yeah, you won't hear them respond unless they want to respond in the comments, um, which we would obviously love for them to do. Uh, and we're also joined uh, by Greg Hollands. Hey, man, you're all right. I'm yeah I'm good I'm very well this is exciting yeah I'm ready for this there's I'm a little bit of to it. yeah there's a different energy in the room I like um, it though. we had some assistance didn't we for the first time ever on we the did. btf podcast yeah. shout out d yeah. shout yeah. out d she's shout out, shout out d. she's left the room um but yeah we we very much appreciate the the av uh, assistance that she provided for us um we've got a very big show coming up this week obviously we can't not talk about Love Island. Uh, a lot happened, particularly in last night's show. As we're recording, it's uh, the 11th of February, um, 2020. And uh, there was, let's talk about a double double eviction last night.
1: Double dumping. Double, um, double dumping. Has
0: everyone in the room seen Love Island up to this point? Uh, yes. I,
2: I, yes. I, I didn't watch last night. I am fully caught up apart from last night okay yeah. so All you're right. in
3: for you're in for a sh- shocker yeah spoiler
2: man, yeah live reaction spoiler.
0: live on youtube live, <laughs> yeah live reaction from greg holland exactly. um we'll also talk uh we've got some fantasy football news breaking um re man city versus west ham um which was a big shocker this weekend obviously storm uh Ka- kira kaira Kiara. yes yeah, would you say
3: sierra no sierra, <laughs>
0: kira.
2: sierra works <laughs> alpha yankee alpha sierra tango oscar
0: that's it do you know the whole thing
2: um i know a fair bit of it oh come on yeah. you've got to
0: know it all right go for what it me oh are we real going off now? yeah reel off as much as you know we'll fill in the blanks oh is it if Al- we know
2: alpha bravo charlie <laughs> uh, delta <laughs> echo uh f foxtrot yeah lovely uh g
3: <laughs> oh, what is G What Golf. is G? Golf. Golf. Oh, Golf. yeah, yeah, you're
2: right. Yeah, yeah. Golf saved. Um, we've got H. <laughs> Hotel. 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 I think we're going down a dead path. Indigo or India? Indigo. I think. Indigo. I go. Indigo yeah i know there's uh oscar tango there's whiskey <laughs> just right it on we're there. down just a rabbit hole over. we're down a rabbit hole um
0: yeah. but yeah we'll, we'll come back to that yeah. later revise, so anytime revise. you remember one just drop <laughs> yeah. it on there the, the, ket- <laughs> no the catering <context>. uh <laughs> yeah. taplo that kind of things sessions, thing. sessions yeah. yeah um we'll also be looking briefly at the reading and leeds lineup which was announced today <laughs> and i'd quite like to talk about modern warfare drop in season two today as well and there's a particular map uh, that will be reappearing on uh, on multiplayer modes. That that would we'll be good to touch on. I know we're not the the biggest gaming crowd in here, um, but uh... <laughs> why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> no reason. But yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. But let's get into Love Island. Um, first 20 minutes of the show uh, will be broadcast uh, on YouTube. Um, and then you can head over to Spotify and iTunes for that uh, audio exclusive content, uh, which will probably include a little bit of that Modern Warfare talk uh, that we just mentioned. So last night, let's actually, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Let's talk about the Callum and Shauna situation. Yeah. Um, because last show, it was all just about to kick off. Uh, And since then, it has. So I'm going to nominate uh, Levi to tell us what happened there. With
1: the whole Callum and Shauna situation? Yeah. Very briefly, uh, Shauna couldn't pick up the hints that were already there. The writing was already on the wall almost um, for Shauna and Callum. Callum went to Casa met Molly. They're probably around the corner from each other in Manchester. Um, Come back to the main villa, dumped Shauna. And Shauna literally has not stopped dropping hints, pars, Every single time he does yeah, something pass, wrong. On, yeah. Trips up the stairs. Huh? <laughs> 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 ha that's that's brilliant. So, to be um, fair, that was brilliant. Yeah. It's been relentless and um Callum's been trying to, you know, almost try and make it an amicable one, but um Sean is almost obsessed with the strong boss bitch kind of look that she's um going for. So she's obsessed with it. So yeah.
0: that's pretty much
1: a really short. Yeah, they kinda of sat of like
0: so post Cassara Moore. Um, they they've had various chats along the way. Molly obviously went and had a bit of a date with yeah. uh, Shauna. They talked it out a little bit. I think things between there does not seem to be too much bad blood between those no, two. Amicable yeah. that ended, yeah. didn't it? That yeah. was
2: alright. That was okay. And
0: yeah. then maybe at this point, kind of amicable with Callum, or do you think there's still a lot of bad blood there? Well,
3: pff, last night's episode. I mean, they it, it didn't show much of them talking, and if it did, it, it seemed amicable, didn't it? It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't seem like they were going to mm. start erupting. I think she's slowly getting over it.
1: Yes and no. I mean, she still cries every five seconds every time
3: yeah.
1: uh, <laughs> Callum's mentioned, and then she storms <laughs> off, goes to speak to the girls, and then comes back as if she's the most
2: yeah, powerful I think woman in the villa. Well, she's
3: not talking to the girls. She's just talking to Paige. the girl. Yeah, Paige. She's, talking Paige. To Paige, yeah. she's yeah. been great, though. Yeah. She's
2: been great. Everyone needs a Paige. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 I do um, admire how... Uh, there was a point a couple of episodes ago... All the girls were sat downstairs, and I think it was Mike, Luke T, and Finn went to help. And they were just saying, oh, yeah. In oh, man, that Moore, was horrible. He, he's just a totally different person. Uh, yeah, so oh yeah. I, was like, I was watching, I was like, how is that? How do you think that this is what she wants yeah. to hear? How is this helpful in any sort
3: of way? Yeah, that wasn't cool. That was not good. It wasn't good.
0: Yeah, that was, yeah, very awkward. But I mean, Finn does that. Uh, he did that the other night as well when he started talking about Luke T's hideaway antics to yeah. Paige again. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, mate, just I know you really get on with, with Paige, but there's a time where you just need to
2: They're washing up, weren't they? Just let the boy let the boys
0: chat be the boys chat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Pub talk should never be seen in the <laughs> light of day, that, exactly. that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk then about last night. Um, so spoiler me. alert here for you, Greg. Um, but yeah, John's going to tell you uh, who was evicted from the house.
3: So it was the the big one, the, the fan favourite, Naz. Wow. Naz
0: and Dry Eva. I'm yeah. not surprised. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me though. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so that was that was very very interesting. And also,
3: and also, uh, it was Rebecca and the other guy. He was dry as well. I can't remember jo- his name. Jordan. 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 He was Rebecca very dry. And Jordan. I
0: struggled with his name, his name as well. Like yeah, the whole was... way through it, I'm like, I yeah. wanted to call him Connor. Connor. V- he's a- Connor. Connor because there's so many Connors in the villa that he just assumed that he should be called Connor. Right. Right. Oh, Okay.
1: There's Rebecca got a curse on her. Like the minute, the minute anyone couples up with Rebecca didn't. You just know your time in the villa is going to be a really, really short one. Um, Kiss of death, literally. Yeah. Connor, Connor, G, he like had a week in there. He's gone. Jordan, he had Wallace. days in there. Probably about five seconds airtime. Wallace, yeah, Wallace, Wallace, Wallace. yeah. What about Wallace? Who, do you, who even with <laughs> <did> Wallace? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who Wallace is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, she's. I think the producers realised she's quite boring because they just stopped airing her in the episodes for
0: the last three,
1: four mm. days. So um, yeah. Unfortunately for her.
0: I knew as soon uh, as the episode started last night that they gave Callum some, uh, not Callum, sorry, uh, Jordan. They gave him some like dialogue. They gave him some airtime actually yes. in the diary room. And um, I use, I'm realizing here actually a lot of my uh, um, words that I'm using about this are very big brother, big brother yeah. related yeah, yeah, <laughs> here. They, they don't officially call them these things, but um, it is, I think, a. Love child of uh, um, oh, very, very much yeah. of Big Brother and yeah. uh, shipwrecked. Um, yes. but yeah, so they gave him some time, and I just hadn't even seen it, I didn't even know his accent. Well, he sounds like he's from like maybe Gloucestershire or so, Gloucester or something like that, but yeah. not at all. Um, cool. the way he was we talking don't know with, anything um, about um, him.
1: Cheds, he sounds a bit like a London boy, I thought. You reckon, yeah, I reckon he sounds a bit of a London reckon? boy, yeah, definitely. Um, they were sat there bannering a little bit as well, um, but. He still didn't bring a lot to the middle. Nah. Even if, even if um, Rebecca is slightly cursed, <laughs> yeah. your personality should shine through. And um, unfortunately for some of the contestants on this year's Love Island, their personality has shown through and it hasn't really shown a lot, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is probably why this year everyone's been saying, oh, let's go back to the days where there was just, like builders in their scaffolders, they'll still be able, able to smoke around a fire pit and whatever. Because then people <laughs> want to see real people on the show Um and at the minute we're just seeing actors I don't know Sarah from Girls Aloud's friend or like whatever yeah, I don't know if there's yeah. Sarah in Girls Aloud is what, does,
0: <laughs> what does what does uh, Callum do as a job he's a, a, he's a scaffolder, a scaffolder yeah. funny enough yeah, yeah and yeah. he's
1: the most popular person on the show debate
0: debate. Ooh, there's the title of our YouTube inf- video infamous yeah, <laughs> yeah. Callum is the most popular well, person the, on, right, on right, YouTube maybe not the most popular gone wrong the most relevant.
1: what's that he's the most relevant at the minute. Yeah, possibly. possibly. Yeah, every yeah, every storyline somehow is centering around him. And it's uh, it's been him and Sean almost had a forefront of the show. There's always that one couple that carries the show a little bit. And it's, mm. it's oh. been them. Um, and then Naz has been there carrying it on his own shoulders as well as the um, jilted single lover <laughs> in the villa. But he coupled up with the wrong girl and so, uh, it's got sent packing. I was, I was yeah.
0: surprised. Were you surprised, Dan? I'll, do you know what? Yeah, I was. I thought it was going to be um, Jess, Jess and, and yeah, Chick. Yeah, let me say. But... Mm. I don't know. A lot of people must have been voted for Ched. Who's, Can... who's telling Chad to go home? Because I'm not. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, I like him. I think he's great. So Was it
2: a case of the... Yeah. Like great, so. Was it the two lowest couples? It they know what the... other Yeah, the house couples, didn't, didn't vote. No, it was just all down to the public. Yeah, two, oh, okay, cool. two lowest votes. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Naz, since he's come back from Casamore, he's just been really boring and really serious yeah. with this Eva. And she's just like plain Jane, isn't she? And
0: Oh, yeah. What do you think? Do you think them two will stay together? I think they seem to get on really well. I think they are actually a fairly decent couple it's just like Levi where go. are they from I- I'll,
1: give, I'll give them I'll give them their free they'll be one of those couples that do a few this morning appearances a few appearances here and there they can come on a podcast they'll they come want. on BTF a <laughs> yeah. um, few BTF but
0: appearances they'll, they'll do appearances here and there and
1: eventually they'll just fizzle out and just disappear into the background because I mean if anything their relationship didn't really get to go far in the villa so yeah, exactly. they weren't Second really gear, having to, they're maybe. not really obliged to you or, know follow on from it um and I think an example of that was when Rebecca left, she was like, oh, yeah, I don't really think we're going to survive on the outside with Jordan. Well, because it's almost like there's couples for the villa, but then there's couples for the villa on the outside. Yeah. And uh, they were definitely a couple for the villa. Yeah. All right. I well, think. Just want to say as well. Uh, on that note as well, there was two bits of TV gold in Lu- uh, in Love Island. One was for the absolute worst, cringiest moment I've ever seen with Sean Paul coming into uh, what was into that into the villa? I
2: was creasing
1: when I saw him on the preview. <laughs> I was like, "What is he doing yeah. there?" That was the most painful, painful watch I've ever ever had to enjoy.
0: Yeah,
2: watching about twelve people dance forcibly. Yeah. It was and so pa- cringe. So yeah, think yeah.
0: think about this as well. Um, business class flights from like king uh, jamaican isn't he put sean paul yeah, i think he, he lives in jamaica yeah so business class flights from jamaica to cape town mm. um the appearance fee alone he's got to have probably an entourage of let's say between five and ten people i would yeah, imagine 100%. with him so you're paying for all of those even if they're flying economy um it's got to way kind of um outreach the the winning Fee that gets yeah. paid the fifty I, I grand think, um, prize money. I think it was
2: like a Spotify deal. Okay, so Spotify paid because it was, cause it it, cause that it was basically like, yeah. oh, he's doing a Spotify live party. The Spotify logo was plastered everywhere. Yeah. I think they've gone like, oh, this week on Love Island, everyone's back.
0: They're going to get the most views yeah. of the series. Let's stick our sure, boys Sean ball Sean ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean Craig David last year was was like. I think people were like, okay. Get it, I Craig David. was that cringe. No, really? it was fine. That's it. It was a, David, yeah. Craig David Craig David was, was a little bit better. Which one, Craig David or Sean Paul? Craig David wasn't
1: cringe. Craig David was still doing parties out in Ibiza. Like he's he's yeah. still like yeah. right. yeah. relevant. You don't really say, "Oh, anyone here?" and say, okay, "I'm getting really excited. I'm going to see Sean Paul next weekend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. He, he's not out anymore. Like have you he seen was good um, when he was like 2004? Uh, yeah.
2: Have you seen that video of the guy slapping his belly to the theme of temperature? Yeah. I haven't seen that.
3: I haven't seen it. Oh, have Send uh, it. So um, it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see it. Put yeah. it. Put it in the comments. We'll put it in now. Put it
0: in. <laughs> yeah, here it is right now.
1: And the probably the second bit of TV gold was the boys um, gathered around the, the breakfast table talking about um, avocado and avocado oh, yeah. and tomato and tomato. I think that was. Um, <laughs> sexual innuendo there. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They are trying to talk in code. They are trying to talk in code, weren't they? Um, But yeah, no, that was brilliant. (laughs) Finally, just a bit of personality being given off there, a bit of banter. um, And I think that was really good for everyone to see. Was that Luke T talking about Shanice? Luke T talking about Shanice, but also Finn talking about Paige. Uh, Okay, him and Paige, yeah. I don't know what they were up to in bed last night, but they were doing
0: something. Do Bits. Do Bits Society. Do Bits
3: Society. Get West back in.
0: Who do we think is going to win? Yeah, let's oh. do a whip round. Right, I'm going to go, Dude, I, I'm going to say, and I know Levi, you'll disagree with this, Luke T and Shanice. Wow. I, th- I think they're the favourites at this point. Um, I think they. it's theirs to lose at the moment. John?
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll, to go different, I'll, I'll go Finn and Paige. I'm going to go wild card here. Absolute wild card. Shauna and whoever she couples up with. Yes, that's a great shout. Oh, new lad shout. in tonight. Is there a new lad in tonight? There's a new lad yep. and he's taking her for a date. Shauna? Yeah.
2: yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But I do think that Paige and Finn, I think they're favourites at the moment. Paige and Finn.
0: Oh, all right. Well, we got those locked in. Um, as we are the BTF podcast, which is the Back to Football podcast, uh, we want to uh, demonstrate what we do on this podcast, uh, at least in our opening 30 episodes, is we go back to football. So um, ideally, we are the podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football, uh, but rarely do. <laughs> Let's quickly go back to football for the last sort of four minutes of this uh, YouTube video.
2: Added time. If uh, you want uh, to yeah, know. we're yeah. going
0: to talk... <laughs> As I mentioned, um, Man City versus West Ham, that's been moved to the 19th of February uh, and moved back into this game week for fantasy football. Um, did anyone have, a, like, i put my hand up for this. Did anyone have a City player as captain this week? that um, They were very disappointed. I had a complete nightmare. Right, what have you done? Which so
3: I'm, I'm doing quite well at the moment. I'm like kind of top of pretty much all the leagues that I'm in. But I just forgot completely about it. I compl- forgot completely about it until about twelve thirty, and you know you got it until eleven thirty, and yeah, my team is a complete mess, a complete mess. I got Marnie injured, Marnie yeah. injured. You know, uh, it's just it's just a bad He's week. He's back for this me. week though. He's yeah. back in training. Yeah, but for this game week, it's not good for me. It's going to be a low, low, low thirties, Squeak, squeaky low 30s, bum 30s, time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Levi,
1: I didn't captain him. Um, I, I don't even know who I've still got as captain. I probably still got. Tammy Abraham is captain, which is an mm-hmm. L in itself. That's a big L. <laughs> yeah, big L. Um, But yeah, no, I've got. I think i Tammy as captain. If not, then it's Fardy. And is he back
0: from injury yet? Yeah, he will be playing this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. big game for them. And Greg, uh, I don't do fantasy football. Doesn't do fantasy. Actually. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm on that train. But but you play a lot of. Management kind of games, FIFA. You? You yeah, FIFA I'm more a lot. career mode and things like that. Yeah. I will
2: point out that I'm sort. I think I'd be a brilliant youth scout because I scouted uh, Eden Hazard in FIFA 12, I think. Um, Paulo Dybala is on my teams. Uh, who else we got? There's other players that I. When he doing well at Lille already? Huh? Wasn't Hazard doing well at Lille yeah. already? Nah, nah. Not <laughs> as well as he's doing now. No, I found him. Let's be honest. But, I
0: actually saw. Yeah. I saw him uh, in a game. Playing for Lille because um, Payet was in the same team. They had an amazing wow, team back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, Payet yeah. And, and Hazard. Kalou played for them as well. Solomon Sullivan, Sullivan Kalou was he? there as well. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So yeah, fantasy back to fantasy football. We I lost, <laughs> lost uh, where, we are, where we <laughs> were in, in, in the in the podcast there. But um, Dan Dot. Yeah, I, I had working. Aguero uh, as captain this week, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that he's back because I think Vardy's my vice, and I think. Aguero's due another good game week. They've had a couple of off weeks, yeah, Man City. Yeah. Um, right, Levi, you brought this topic up and we might as well throw this into uh, the, the BTF podcast this week. Alisson, is he or is he not the best goalkeeper? I think your words were in the world. We'll go We'll go
1: in the world. Yeah, we'll in, the in the world. world. Currently, um, currently. Yeah, I'm going to... F- that's an important thing to yeah, put d- in
0: there. Do you want to start up then with his defence? <sighs> I mean...
1: I think the numbers speak for themselves. I know, obviously, the debate is he's got a world-class back four in front of him. How can he leak goals? But when he's called upon, he definitely, definitely delivers. Um, I think he's matched Pepe Reina's um, clean sheet record, uh, Liverpool in Premier League last season, conceded 22 goals. And currently, we're at 15 um, and unbeaten. And he's been able to pull off incredible saves, both in the Champions League last season, most notably against Napoli. I remember that save. And obviously, subsequently, um, we were able to win the Champions League last season. And if it weren't for that save at that time, we would have actually gone out of the competition. So it's those important saves, those important moments that mean keepers are necessarily given the best keeper in the world title to be able to win your team titles. And um, I think he definitely paved the way into doing that for Liverpool.
0: Should mention just for context there that uh, Levi is a Liverpool fan, in case, <laughs> in case anyone was, was unsure. <laughs> uh, Levi is a Liverpool fan, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think he's, I think he's one of two, him and him and Edison. Uh, and if mm. you if you look yeah. at the seasons side by side, obviously Allison's having a better season. I'm just trying to find the stats because I, I know he got injured, didn't he? But early on in the season, and Adrian yeah. sort of stepped Adrian in. Adrian was incredible. Yeah, he was really. It's such a shame that he. Straight with goal that's the nature of goalkeeping. Straight away your
3: second favourite as soon as he comes back. Mm. He was brilliant, Adrian. Yeah, definitely.
0: John, what's your thoughts?
3: Um stats don't lie. I, I think the most important thing said in everything that Levi said was currently, you know, is he, you know, it swings in roundabouts. A few years ago I ever would have been saying De Gea. But mm. um you because know, United's a form, the back four's not doing well, he's obviously you know, mistakes are starting to show up and he's under a bit more pressure. I think that the form of the team is important. Um, the strength for the back four, but and I think that's definitely helping Alisson, but um, can't argue with the stats.
0: Will he be the number one keeper for Brazil? Has is, is he been starting for Brazil? Do you know? I mean, I got the stats here on his on his Premier League season this year. He's played 17 games in the Premier League. So that's around about, how many games are we in 26 27 it must be yeah they're 24 and one i think so maybe 25 games in 25 games um so he's played you know most (laughs) of most of that season and and last year he played the entire season he played all 38 games um so yeah i I certainly i mean it's very hard to argue against this guy let's just have a look at his international um appearances so he he played all six games in the uh copper america last year for brazil so um
1: it, all, I, all I want to say is, people are getting found out at the minute. The Heyer, the minute his head's not in the right place, and the minute he hasn't got someone stone wall in front of him, he he's been found out. He he's a fraud. Edison at the minute, he hasn't had Laporte in front of him. He's been he's being found out at the minute. Man City are leaking goals and losing games. That's the reality of it. Kepper, he's a fraud as well. Everyone's coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, these three are going to be like the best keepers in the league." Free frauds right yeah. there and okay. allison's there fair enough he's got some world-class uh center backs in front of him but no one will ever give gomez the title of world class at the minute yeah I'll, i'm just gonna go out and say that people are struggling to give uh trent the title of world class at the minute and no one will give him uh robertson sorry uh, uh, the title I, I, of
0: I, I would come out and give both robertson and trent I, I honestly would say that if I'm picking a FIFA Sorry, L- at least I, 15... I thought we were still on goalkeepers,
2: and I thought you were talking about a Gomez. going Yeah, so did I. I. was like, <laughs> I was like Wait, yeah, what? what's he like? No, 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 He's no, no, no. like 46 like,
1: now. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, so long as Trent's still even in, included in the conversation of Trent or Aaron Wan-Bissaka, then right. you guys are not showing him enough respect to be a world-class player. <laughs> Sergio,
0: Aurier, because- say something. Do you mean for England selection?
1: I mean, just in general, we're talking about the league here. We're talking about the Premier League. Yeah. If we don't identify Trent Alexander-Arnold as the best right back in the Premier League, then there's something fundamentally wrong.
0: Yeah, I think he hands down is the yeah. best best right back in the Premier League at the moment. And I'm technically, immaculate player. Um, passing range that, that, you know, if a lot of the passes he's been playing, if Paul Scholes and David Beckham um, were pinging those about in sort of uh, 99, mm. you wouldn't have, you know, you would have been like, oh, Calm down, Bex, mate. Like we know you can pass, but do you don't think show off.
2: Do you think he'll move up into CDM at any point? Do you th- or right wing, or do you think he's stuck at right back? Eventually, yeah. When he's move at move City,
0: up? when he goes to City, um, oh, I right. think he'll oh, what move do you into mean? that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow, okay. insider information here. I think Pe- Pep will uh, move him into one of those uh, Philip Lahm type players. Yeah. If Pep's... I, I uh, mean, look, Pep he's... won't be there for very long. No. <laughs>
1: Mark my, 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 my words, <laughs> he, he will be leaving City very, very yeah, soon. I think so.
0: You reckon? Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, uh, that Pretty much brings to a close uh, the YouTube segment of our show this week, uh, BTF 31. Uh, You can now uh, head on over to iTunes or Spotify for our audio exclusive content um, of which it will be plenty. Uh, But please do hit like and subscribe below the video. uh, And hopefully uh, you will become a loyal viewer of uh, of our YouTube channel. uh, And we look forward to having you guys on board So, yeah, thank you from the guys. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you for watching. (laughs) (laughs) an Oscar acceptance speech, um, (laughs) Parasite. Uh, We'll talk about that in the audio exclusive part. So, yeah, see you over on Spotify carrying on with the show we'll just go seamless here um, we'll let these guys we'll let these cameras just keep, keep on rolling r- keep rolling <laughs> keep, keep recording this gold keep you know over. it's comedy gold comedy gold um, <laughs> so yeah let's talk then about the Reading and Leeds lineup that was announced today um, a lot of fuss kicked up over this on Twitter um, Greg what have you seen today with this
2: uh, I've seen a lot of people saying that it's pretty shit
1: careful what you say about Stormzy I'm just putting that no no no. interesting fact he
2: um, was the first one to release it he leaked it before the uh, official uh, like announcement time I yeah think it was like 9am and he announced it at like half seven or something
1: i mean he's been hinting at it for for a long time if you listen to uh his song uh in big michael
0: he um <laughs> yeah, does say yeah, it could um, be glasgow could be reading. so yeah.
1: he's been he's been hinting at it the head-em, um, head-em, head-em, head-em. <laughs> 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 so um it's, it's been there but yeah um if anyone complains about stormzy at redden after seeing what he'd done at glastonbury then, yeah you're cancelled. I don't think yeah. it's Stormzy. That <laughs> yes, I think it?
0: the f- so Stormzy uh, and Migos, Migos, Migos yeah. Uh, yeah. are on the um, Friday. They're headlining the Friday at Reading. Um, it's the third appearance <laughs> at Reading and Leeds for Stormzy, but is his first appearance uh, on the main stage, and obviously. Yeah, by by happenstance this is his first time uh headlining um the sunday oh actually no let's talk about saturday first um you've got headliner liam gallagher um it's his second appearance uh and again it's his first appearance as the headliner and he never actually played with oasis uh at reading and leeds which i, I thought that was quite interesting yeah. it shows probably that um, it was the lesser festival, maybe for them back then, um, always been kind of more of a pop and rock kind of the the radio oh. festival, almost heavily sponsored by Radio One, um, a rival of the Back to Football podcast and the BTF network, <laughs> uh, the BBC. Um, but yeah, so you've got the second on the, the bill for the Saturday is Jerry Cinnamon. Now, John, who's Jerry Cinnamon? not a clue <laughs> <laughs> not and a levi clue. jerry cinnamon don't ask me don't ask me and greg oh. you're probably most likely in the room to know jerry cinnamon
2: uh, yeah funnily enough i've I, my music taste is uh very yeah v- v- very, very, very But um lovely <laughs> <laughs> jerry no nah, not my guy yeah Never so heard of him.
0: i mean i i had exactly that same reaction you know he's just through the nature of where your eyes go in the poster, it's, it's in the middle, he's the second name down, so it's one of the first names that you see on this poster, Jerry Cinnamon. Um, I've listened to quite a lot of his stuff today, actually, um, because I'd never heard of him either. Um, he's a Scottish singer. It sounds a bit like if Page was a man and sang, actually, even- even Poor even a, It is, it yeah, is a power man, Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. Um, to not to be too horrible to future guest of the BTF uh, <laughs> podcast Jerry cinnamon but Big fan. Um, <laughs> yeah hes so he's, he's very Scottish um, kind of like Glas Vegas if you ever listened to Glas Vegas back in the day um, but and um, it's just very like his accent is very clear so um, I think it's an odd one he's, the, so he's the only one out of the six headliners. Um, who's making his first appearance at Reading and Leeds it, at all. So he's not even, like, he's not appeared on another stage. Um, it could be wrong there. Maybe he's he might have been part of another band uh, that appeared on another stage. But, yeah, he's, it's his first time there. Um, and then the Sunday is Rage Against the Machine and the Cortinas are the two headliners. Yeah. Um, this is not the first rodeo for Rage Against the Machine. They played first... Uh, they were second to play on the friday in 93 they headlined 1996 and they were fourth on the lineup in the year 2000 so 27 years uh previous was their first appearance um which back then was just the reading festival i believe i don't think leeds joined until around about the millennium uh and they are joined by the cortinas on the Sunday. Um, you know the Katinas? Yeah. Yep. Levi, maybe? Nope. Not 19 Forever. That song, you might recognize it. But again, I don't think it's a amazing lineup it
2: doesn't, in general. No, it's a very... Uh, a lot of people saying um it's really sweet that they've revived V Festival. It's like sort of one of those... like V Festival. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Big I insert. think um, that Radio 1 stage is actually better than the main stage. I mean, Rex Orange County, brilliant. He's featured yep. on Tyler Creators Music. AJ Tracy, a bit of an icon, mm. you know, in, in London, certainly. Um, Black Bear, they're great. The Hunter are incredible live. I've seen them twice. Um, Sam Fender, he's a great up-and-coming ac- uh, actor. No? Uh, up-and-coming artist. Uh, Declan McKenna as well. I feel like... I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. They, they've. Do you know what it is? A couple of years ago... So it's famously sort of known as like a rock and roll festival. Rock mm-hmm. and roll is kind of festival. And then they went for a year where they had... Post Malone, Migos, I think Cardi B, Stormzy, Ooh. and it sort of turned into the sort of the wireless, the larger wireless kind of festival, and people were like, oh, okay, cool, they're sort of like the new rock stars of our age now, and I feel like this is a kind of trying to appeal to everyone, trying yeah. to, oh, oh, you like this, dude? Okay, we'll give you that. Oh, you like that though? Okay, cool, and they just sort of stitched it together, stitched it together, and it's a bit of a mess, really. Trying to make if it easy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Or well, they're trying to suit everyone's needs, but they shouldn't. They should just go back to the roots of like, right, this is what we are. If you like
1: it, excellent. If you don't, don't bother fucking coming. I, I, I just think that they are moving with the times, if I'm honest, because if they just currently run it out uh, as a rock-type festival, are they going to be getting anywhere near the numbers that they are? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think yeah, so. Man. I think I think... I think rock and all that is a, is a genre that's going downhill and no, they're not I disagree not, with you I don't think they're your, your festival goers at the minute um,
2: uh, no they are the ones that go to festivals yeah, they're the we'll, ones that go to Redden and Leeds Yeah, but would it they, they be,
1: be making up them numbers that, that's that's what I want to know
2: no I don't think so I think, I think if they went back to rock and had proper went back to the roots I think people would absolutely love it
1: do you know what I've just spotted on the lineup? that's really just keeps catching my eye and I can't get away from it They've got um, Heady One performing um, at Reading and Leeds. Does anybody currently know where Heady One is? I've heard the name before. Is he in jail? Hedy oh, One really? is currently spending time behind bars. For a day release. Let's yeah. um, um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pending good behaviour. He's released before um, oh. the day for Reading. He's, I think he's currently serving six-month custodial, custodial sentence. Oh. Um, what form. For carrying an offensive weapon. Gotcha. Can,
2: can we just talk about how Denzel Curry is on the BBC One extra stage? You know what Denzel Curry is? He's huge in America, at least. He's a huge artist, hugely respected. He was Double um, XL Freshman of the Year a couple of years ago. The fact that he's relegated to the same stage as KSI, which I mean is Wait, amazing. What KSI KSI's KSI's performing. Yeah, man. He's performing. he's um oh, he's uh, uh, a let's talk about that that's that the headline what's oh. the one in Manchester Park Life he's there as well he's he's oh. doing bits he's got a new song out uh, Wake Up Call shout out I don't know why I'm looking in there's the camera there's no video yeah. um, <laughs> with uh, Trippy Red brilliant song
1: the guy's ruining everything isn't he ruining oh, yeah. boxing <laughs> ruining music uh, Def- he's definitely definitely ruining music I think that's I incredible he's not very good is he his uh, he's got better Has he got better he's, he's got, got, got be- much better but I just think with music artists you have a certain tone that when you when you're rapping or whether you're singing you just have that tone and when it sits in a in a music track it sounds as if it fits your voice almost fits within that music track i just don't think there's ever been a song that he's done that actually really fits within that music track it always just seems quite out of place, but I don't know if that's because I've heard his voice so much yeah. on YouTube, <laughs> screaming and shouting and smashing but up his No, I hear you. Smashing up Open his stuff. Opening packs. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> like his voice it. just doesn't sit
3: right in tracks. It yeah. sounds like he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I get it. Is why I'm sitting here with you lot and not uh, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> superstar artist, because, yeah, I, I, I actually understand that because I have that tone, that tone that just does not fit yeah. in mm. tracks. Believe it or not, I actually recorded a song
1: once and um, I thought I'd um, rap to it, but we'd have to reach like, at least... Thousand subscribers on YouTube <laughs> before right, I and Emma, make it happen, make it yeah. happen. If we reach, and if we drop we reach, it. If we reach a thousand subscribers on YouTube, I'll play my small section of the track
3: um, that I wrapped up. Brilliant! From. I, I, I've got I also, also have a track, I've yeah. got a track, I've got well. a, re- a record. I was uh, 2000 I was in a... are you sure we should be doing a <laughs> podcast? We yeah, should start a band, start, start, start <laughs> a band up. yeah. I was uh, I was in a crew and uh, went last on the tracks so you've got to be good to go last, surely. Um, a closer, yeah, yeah. Closer. I was last as well, and uh, yeah.
0: So it not a solo thing.
3: No, no, no. Um, it's a, it's definitely a group
1: uh, rap track. However, can't, can't
0: all um, go solo. I mean, John's not for John said that
1: you have to be good to go last. My wasn't because I was good, <laughs> just because I, I just so happened to come into uh, the recording studio. I say recording studio is my friend's bedroom, um, and they were about to finish up the track, but there was a space at the end, and they were like, "Do you just want to jump on jump on the track?" And I was like. Yeah, yeah, I'll just scribble down some notes in my um, notes section on iPhone. <laughs> and I'm holding the, f- oh, yeah, I'm holding I'll, I'll the phone. I'll something together. It's <laughs> all right. I'll just, you know. And I'm holding the phone and recording it like as it, uh, just as it goes. Um, so if you want to hear me make a
0: complete fallout of myself, then I guess you've got to get subscribed. You've got to subscribe. <laughs> 100%. We'll put, that in the, uh, we'll put that in the description below the video um, as we are on the, the audio exclusive part of the show. But um, yeah, I, I'm well up for hearing that. And, it, and if it's particularly good... Um maybe we make a video. Oh yes. god. That um, <laughs> yeah, that's happening. M- maybe. <laughs> yeah, it could be Levi up there on the um Reading and Leeds lineup for twenty twenty one. Could, be. could uh, be. Double act even. Double You act, and yeah. John. John Boy and Levi. after
3: the show? <laughs> yeah, like let's PJ go and Duncan, to the studio. <laughs> Mark AZ, two. PJ and Duncan. Did you, a, <laughs> did you have a did you have a name? Did you have a MC name? So John me, definitely did. That's why he's asking this. They, they, oh. they asked me, um, what, the do you want to be called? what do you want to be called
1: on it? I was like, I don't know. I was like, what do you want to be called? I was like, I have no idea. And I was just like, oh yeah, just call me Levs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Levs?
1: So So um, my MC name, not MC name is um, my name without the I, with Z.
2: Oh, it's got a, a it's got a Z in That's it, it's got a Z in it. That's the best list. It's so edgy. So,
3: so um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's lovely. John, <laughs> what was yours? Yeah, gone. on. Um, I'm going to leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> <And> oh, man. <laughs> if we get to uh, 1,000 subscribers, <laughs> then I'll release the release them. I, I did a track. Um, sorry, I performed live with So Solid crew. So it um, really? can't have been that bad. Yeah, Clapham <sighs> Grand, Drugs Awareness, Rave. Uh, on stage with contradiction, slightly oxymoronic. On stage with uh, Mega Man, uh, Asher D, uh, Mac, and Harvey. Uh, so that was uh, you learn something new every day. That yes. was uh, good old good old days. Clapham Grand. Um, so uh,
0: actually, while we're while we're on the subject of of John's good old days. Um, I want to talk about your, your time as a an extra and an actor. Oh uh, yeah. in things. Have you have you what boys have you boys no, heard this? I've not. This guy, I'm not gonna I am not going i will not reveal any of the details, but John, talk, talk us through a little bit about your, your background in TV. Yeah
3: man, <laughs> yeah. We, we used to used to do a little bit of uh, extra work. Brilliant. Back in the day. Probably from about I don't know, two thousand and three, two thousand and three to about two thousand and nine. So a good what, six years? Yeah. Extenders. Really? Bill, Silent Witness. The Bill. Were you a dead body? Lenny Henry. <laughs> a dead body. Uh, <laughs> that is a I was a dead off. body in the boot of the car in the bill. Were uh, you? Stabbed up in the boot. They actually moved to the next scene and left me in there. And I was like, <laughs> hello, <laughs> is anybody there? Um, that was brilliant. S- with some strawberry flavoured blood juice uh, in my face and eyes and everything. So that, nice. was, that was good. At um, what point? Family did you... affairs. Family affairs. At what that, point that, did,
0: I, did you realise it was flavoured? though were you when I uh, you just it, you, it, it, when
3: I uh, reached my tongue round to the side of my mouth to have oh, s- right, a little face. taste. No what you don't know is John yeah. was locked in the boot just licking his t shirt <laughs> 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 lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will tell you what, the best one I did, Football was wives. Brilliant day. Brilliant were you one of the day. wives? I was, not, <laughs> I was not one of the wise. I did Priscilla. not get the wig out. <laughs> John, you got to drop,
1: what episode of the bill
3: was it? Oh, do you know do you what? Know, I did so many. I can't remember. It was a long oh, time ago. Wait. Or, um, I don't know, uh, I've forgotten his name. He was one of the main characters. He died. He got shot. Mm. Um, and he was in the, Smithy? He was in the EastEnders um, oh. a few years later. Older guy. He Max Brannins, Oh, no. No, nah, he right. was um, uh, Moe's... Um, husband or something can they move to brighton and Eastenders? i don't watch any Eastenders anymore but anyway he died it was in brixton (laughs) that was actually the first thing i did and obviously i don't know if anyone's been to brixton but it's can be especially near the market it can be a very busy place lots of people want to know what's going on obviously little did they know (laughs) that the um, that the police cars that were all there were obviously fake so they were like what's going on you know, uh, trying to figure out what was going on, who died and everything like that. And obviously there was gunshots and stuff like that. So that was, that was quite interesting. <laughs> I want to know who
1: filled out a risk assessment and decided to um, film it there. <laughs> God, yeah. knows. God knows. 2003, 2004, what a weird time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, good old days. Yeah, I was going to say, football also, I was at Tottenham Hotspur's, uh, at, at, uh, Tottenham Hotspur's ground.
0: Oh wow! Um,
3: well, so I did they? a few scenes there. We're around the corner to some grass area. Did a training known as the football pitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we got we got to run around a little bit on the pitch. But we did a, a training ground scene, and I was chosen to actually feed the ball in. Oh. to the, one of the main actors who was to receive a foul and get up and start fighting. Oh, wow. um,
1: they wouldn't be allowing you to do that anymore. Uh, yeah, well, I've seen you play football uh, you, say that, <laughs> uh,
3: you say that. You uh, say that. Unfortunately for me, I had to do several takes because...
2: The <laughs> delivery was off. The,
3: delivery was slightly off that day. The, 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 the pace of the ball wasn't quite up to the, the standard. Do you have any speaking lines um, at all? I didn't really get too much speaking lines. i, I got to say man on. So I played the ball in and I got man on and I actually got money for that. Um, yeah, I actually yeah, got an extra 20 more. quid or something like yeah. that for saying man on, uh, which, is, which is a good good old day. 10 um, pounds. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a good rate. Not a bad really rate. Pretty. Got extra money for bringing your own boots
0: as well. Outs, kind of outside stuff. of the football scene, though, the training scene and stuff, did you have speaking uh, speaking no, lines no, in that? No, usually- mainly it would just happened to yeah, be just dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, like I did yeah. the peep show. You did peep
3: show. I did the peep show, yeah, and it was like right, walk to, going, to that lamp, walk to that lamp post, go in the phone box, pick up the phone, count to ten, put the phone down, walk back to them. No way, I've <gasps> I've watched every episode
2: of Peep Show about twenty times. I'm certain. You're, yeah. Which one? Which one? Now. We're gonna find you now.
3: Yeah. Do you know what episode or what? No, 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 (laughs) I don't. You know what happened, right? I'll tell you why I don't know. Because when I first started doing this, being a young, expiring actor, I would tell everybody, oh, yeah, well, watch watch EastEnders tonight. I found out exactly what episode it's going to be, what Mm. day. And people would be like, yeah, I I didn't see you. Or you might see, like, my shoulder. Or, like, my knee. Or, like, something crazy like that. I did a scene where I walked past the argy-bargy in EastEnders. And I was like, yeah, you'll definitely see me. uh, You know? And he would literally... A quick millisecond. What's oh, right. a, what, so I just that's a, that's a quick shoulder. That's yeah, an expensive yeah, yeah. shoulder as well. Yeah. So What's the
0: Argy Bargy? Um it's a, it's a the place. restaurant that
1: yeah. was it Masood. The Masood in uh, just uh, oh, right. yeah, okay. um, yeah. owned on the square. Yeah.
0: yeah. Levi is our um, resident man. uh East expert. Hmm. Do you still um, watch it? Wait, right. he's got some listen <laughs> go to this. Listen to this. So at the
1: minute. I'm watching EastEnders because my cousin landed a role on EastEnders oh, uh, as one of the key characters. Well, a key character, actually. So he'll be on the show um, and has been on the show for a month and a half now. So I'm, I've been watching it. I wasn't watching it before, but I'm um, back on watching it at a minute. And, um, nice. That's pretty cool. It's we'll It's interesting on that. and weird as well to almost see your cousin on TV yeah. uh, every couple of weeks. But yeah, it's quite cool at the
0: same time. Yeah, brilliant. Growing up. How was like in your house? How much were soaps watched? Because my parents, for instance, or my dad in particular, Coronation Street and EastEnders, oh, yeah, watches them both. Mm. EastEnders so in mine they remind um, me just of being a kid, yeah. soap operas. Yeah. Not
3: so much Corey, EastEnders. EastEnders is a must, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of, I remember Fresh Prince of Belair, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. on BBC part, Two, sorry, but yeah, yeah, BBC Two, and uh, there was a show that used to come after it called Heartbreak High. I don't know if anyone Ooh, remembers that. It nah, was an Australian. That, that's a throwback. It's a, such <laughs> <Yeah>. a throwback. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a throwback. It's proper throwback, but yeah, that, that's what I remember. But yeah, not, not Corey.
2: I used to do, uh, cause my nan lived with us for a short period of time. She, she was in the downstairs bedroom and I was in upstairs and she would watch Emmerdale on Coronation Street and I'd flick on like Freestanders while she was watching that as well. And then like the episode would end and like we, I'd come out to the hallway and shout down and be like, Oh, what about that? And she'd be like, I know. And then like that would (laughs) be it. That was a sort of interaction. But yeah, no, that was quite good. Uh, EastEnders I used to watch. Um, Yeah, none of the other ones really. Coronation Street dipped in and out of.
1: All I'm saying is, Mondays were my favourite days to watch EastEnders because basically my bedtime was set that the minute EastEnders would finish, I'd have to go to bed. You have gone. Oh, yeah. So it's... Them
0: 730 days were were rough. <laughs> yeah. We have to go to bed
1: straight after that episode we send It's still light outside in summer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You weren't trying to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, you had to get on the Do you remember when Coronation Street started doing like an episode at half seven? Yeah. And then another episode at half yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that. dancing
2: on ice was between them or something. Was that what like it was? I there was something so. in between. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: that would yeah, have yeah, been a good remember. one for you to get on with your bedtimes early. <laughs> <laughs> but um should you stay up. Any guilty pleasures now? What, what just in general on telly? Yeah. Um Ooh. I mean, it's different. I think we're in a different age, especially with... I don't watch telly. Yeah, telly versus Netflix and all that. I yeah, mean, my favourite show on actual TV is probably Gogglebox, which comes back, I think, so. next week. Um, Levi, he's shaking your He's lying.
1: We caught, we caught Dan out <laughs> watching um, The <laughs> yeah, Masked Singer <laughs> on the weekend. Um, that's his guilty
0: pleasure. <laughs> we, we, we need to talk about that quickly. <laughs> I find that programme so frustrating because you like you basically sit for an hour and a half and they're doing all this guessing and it can literally it's not even like it could be one of these people it's like it could be anyone that's famous that's ever been famous and then at the end of the hour and a half you find out like one One so you find out like 15 percent of the the sort of hidden information and then it's another week until you come back and see the same people, yeah, really, so, that's over, frustrating. So yeah, yeah, so over like a five-week period or something, you learn the identity of like six people or something Ooh. like that, and um, I just, oh, it's and why? Why? What's the goal? So. They're dressed, yeah. They're dressed they're up, up in these suits, yeah, and then yeah. they're doing karaoke basically, and you but have to they, guess who they are. But
3: but CeeLo Green was one of them, yeah. yeah. Based on
0: their voice and the, yeah. Dancing. yeah based yeah. on their yeah. voice, and they give you kind not, of, it's got a bit not
3: of really dancing because they can't, really yeah, dance yeah. Because they're
0: suits. big outfits. I would say it's stars in their eyes meets through the keyhole. Right, it's that basically. It's, okay. it's um, yeah. So some of the
1: suggestions are completely Ridiculous. outrageous, like. Ridiculous. I think w- when um, they were choosing... It's Tom um, Cruise. <laughs> and stuff like that, isn't it? Tom yeah. Cruise is definitely not going to come on the show. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I think one of them was, was Jack Black. And I was yeah. like, it definitely is not Jack Black. Um, Who
3: votes?
0: The
1: panel, yeah. Who's, yeah. The, who's the judges? Rita Ora is one of them, isn't
0: she? Of course, yeah. She is. Jonathan Ross. Yeah, the, guy from the, the guy from the hangover. The Chinese guy from yeah. the hangover. Really? Ken yeah. Jong? Yeah, 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 yeah bro. the guy from. And
1: who's the other oh, and Davina McCall.
0: Davina, yeah. 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 Although they switched it up one week. They had uh, Sharon Osborne and Kelly yeah, Osborne yeah, on there. Yeah, they did that. Um, They've done that a couple of times. Yeah, um, not sure bigger,
1: why. There's a bit of rock for you. Jesus. You
0: <laughs> know um, <laughs> <fun> the <fact. laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Levi. <laughs> hey, mate. I'm telling you, the uh, Ozzy Osborne Post Malone song, "Bangs." Yeah, it's a banger. "Bangs." Yeah, yeah. On it, on Post is. Malone's new album. Yeah, that yeah. Is, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna hold my hands up. I'm gonna play that. Song. Yeah. yeah.
1: Are we gonna be tuning into um the Gypsy King on our TV?
0: Thursday night. Thursday n- night. Yeah. Our, our
1: shared TV.
2: <laughs> we all live together, do we? Yeah, yeah. Do I mean, you say our TV. TV. <laughs> yeah. D- Dad lives upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't got a room downstairs. <laughs>
0: he shouts down <laughs> our, our transcenders. Yeah. <laughs> I shout
1: down. Uh, but yeah, no, will um, we all be tuning
3: in?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know, yeah. Probably
3: won't watch it live, but I'll probably catch
0: up on it. Quite interesting actually though to think that they've scheduled it at the same time as Love Island. And there is that crossover between Tommy being on last year. so you'd you'd think that maybe at least last year they thought, okay. People like Tommy Fury is a name or sorry, Tyson is a name that will get people to watch maybe Love Island and you, they've maybe gone against that now because yeah, they've scheduled them both at nine o'clock. It is I know really they're interesting. rival, or not rival channels, but one's ITV2 and one's uh, normal ITV. But but they'd be com- commissioned by the same group yeah. of people,
2: wouldn't they? I, I think that is really random. Yeah, that is. It is yeah. That is, but it, obviously
0: they think that there's two separate audiences now I to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. He needs this because that guy can't sell a ticket for love or money. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen the uh, ticket sales for the fight, but no, it is no. like... Where is it? In Saudi? It's in uh, Vegas, I think. Oh, they, oh wow, no. that's surprising. Yeah, it Let,
1: is. Let's, just, let's remember... Proper low. Deontay Wilder can't sell tickets, and Tyson Fury, his pool is only in the UK, really. Yeah. And our people are a massive set of people, UK fans really traveling halfway across the world to watch Tyson Fury. Yeah, at he's the no minute, Ricky no, Hatton, is he? He's no, he's no Anthony Joshua. Yeah. you know, He's no Anthony Joshua. Um, and I think he ne- they, they need a bit of a wake up call. I think they need to know that Joshua is a cash cow at the minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to start involving him in a conversation. And um, all this talk of Deontay's dodging, ducking. Did you see um, Deontay's promoter? Um, part of his um, promotional team that actually been sacked, um, came yeah, out valley, and um, outed Deontay Wilder as the person who has been ducking Joshua, which is a massive revelation, which I knew all along because, I mean, I'm a bit of a Joshua fanboy, and so is John. Um, so I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I found that really, really interesting. So uh, Wilder's making, what, two million in the fight, while Joshua's sitting pretty on about 30 million for a rematch with Ruiz, I think. Mm come for the cash
3: cow if you want the money, yeah. come get it. Yeah, I definitely think the TV show will help um, because yeah. I think people just remember some of the stuff he said when he did win the titles before he disappeared. So it was kind of like gays, stuff about gays, stuff about different people and then mm. he kind of you know disappeared and then, yeah. then ducked the rematch with Klitschko. So then obviously he's come back now and they haven't really done much promotion for this fight no, really not at it's all. not really done anything there's no, no press tour or anything like that there's so, no rivalry with it there's not no... really yeah it's just a yeah. kind of made up rivalry so uh, i hope people tune in because boy it's a sorry state of affairs when i think yeah. the uh, pay-per-view numbers are going to be quite low and it's not going to be they're going to be a lot of giveaways um americans do um
2: typically buy late though i think <laughs> I think that's sort of like a known thing. Yeah, they said that last that time, but they still like there was only still only about three thousand oh, people right, in the building. Okay. So. Also, it's the second fight in the third fight contract, isn't it? Three fight contract.
3: That's what I've heard. So yeah, they'll never rematch. Depends. That that mm. would dep- depend though if, on if one result. of them gets sparked out in the round. I don't think. Yeah, but I think that for more.
1: I think they they will because they will have got sparked
3: out. I think
1: it's ridiculous that they're even still thinking about a, a trilogy fight. If Wild No, with, it's in the
2: contract. That's
0: why. Yeah, it is. In the contract, but yeah. it's
1: just I just think it's ridiculous. Like they're just. It's boring,
3: as long an hour, as long as possible. Um,
0: it's keeping their careers alive. 100%. Well, that's what
3: they're trying to do. They're trying to snowball, yeah. get a snowball effect, so that they can go to Joshua and say, oh, 50-50. Yeah. But Joshua, Eddie Hearn's like, because he wants to make the fight, it's like, yeah, 50-50. But Joshua's <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> I'm not giving yeah. you 50% yeah. of what I am bringing. If no way.
1: I'd understand a 50-50 argument if, I don't know, Wilder had two, two of the major belts. Joshua has two of the major belts so on an even playing field and they're going to combine the division but oh, Joshua's true. got all the belts bar 1 all, all of that. them what he has way more to lose than any one of them they're losing one belt Joshua's losing everything
3: yeah so you it's got, got 1. 1. 1.5 1.6 pay per view you, you and he's br- really he's out.
1: bringing the 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 eyes the, are, the arena ticket ticket sales he's bringing the pay per view numbers what are you bringing you're bringing what 3000 people So Joshua, that's a drop in the ocean. True. So... Yeah. give him some more respect
0: we have we've 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 quite nicely here actually segued onto onto boxing away from uh eastenders and uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck me how do we manage that <laughs> God knows. Ah. but um kelbrook obviously fought at the weekend um levi i know you were watching this oh. fight i saw the I well, yeah. yeah the last few rounds uh sixth round knockout seventh. in the seventh, seventh. Yeah. okay um pretty impressive performance in the end good knockout I mean,
1: Mark DeLuca was hardly going to be the toughest opponent for uh, Kale Brook, But I think in terms of almost bridging the gap in where he was compared to um, the fight, he looked sharper, he looked in better shape. So I think he's more comfortable at middleweight. Um, and I don't think he should do too much chopping and changing at this at this stage almost in his career. Where he is, what, um, is he 54 now? Yeah, so yeah. I don't think he should do too much chopping and changing in terms of um, the weight division. I think he should stay where he's comfortable. Um, and focus on being sharp in that in that weight division. Um, there's a lot of talk of him, his next fight almost. Ooh. Amir Khan, um, Liam Smith, um, but the Amir Khan fight is the one that almost not everyone happen. wants to see in the
3: it's UK. But happen. it's not looking like it's going to happen. Yeah, Amir Khan don't want that smoke. No way, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Is he still fighting, or do you come out of retirement for that one? No, he's still he's still fighting. Still just going. doesn't have many fights because yeah. they're just avoiding each other. They're not good enough to go to the next level. Um, really, and kind of, you know, fight the likes of like Errol Spence and, and all mm-hmm. that. It's just not really going to happen. Mm-hmm. But they're avoiding each other so much that they're just kind of fighting bottom feeders. They just need to fight yeah, each yeah. other. But the problem is, no one wants to lose. It's a, similar to kind of the Tyson and Andy Joshua. Whoever loses that one, it's almost like pride of Britain. Yeah. So like Amir Khan's going to say like, well, I'm the best British sort of, you know, welterweight or whatever. And 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 Kelbert's saying the same. If they fight, whoever loses. It's kind of a bit of a stain on They're their, done, they, their really? sort of legacy. Yeah. That's why I just think it's not happening. And that's why also I don't think that Andy Joshua and Tyson Fury will happen because it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah. It's a stain on the le- legacy for the British fighter.
2: Yeah. It's such a shame because I think if you look at MMA, you see a lot of um, fighters that just aren't scared of fighting each other because they do sort of come back and just go for it. Did anyone catch the John Jones-Dominic Reyes fight?
1: I didn't catch a fight, but um, I've heard a lot about it and there's been a bit of a fallout on social media, essentially. A lot of people thought John Jones actually lost the fight and the scorecards yeah, s- did not Yeah, I saw that on social. Yeah, for, I watched the fight.
2: Um, um, and it, uh, I don't th- it went to decision and unanimous decision for John Jones. But I, d- I think, I, I don't know, I, d- I wouldn't have said... It's such a shame because the, there was a fight earlier on in the night as well that the judges were sort of caught. Um, one of the judges took 30 seconds... Uh, he wasn't watching the fight for thirty seconds. Like, so the camera caught him just like looking around at the audience or something. It's like if you're fucking scoring the fight, you need to be watching every minute. Yeah, 100%. and they they massively um, fucked that fight earlier. So there's a lot of suspicion that they're thinking because Dominic Reyes he's, he's fought uh, he's fought about thirteen fights now. He's fought less than John Jones has losses. So he's really new to the sport in regards to that. So I think that there's a lot of suspicion that they're thinking. Oh, he he will get his chance at some point. We'll we'll Mm. let John Jones keep this for now, but the scoring—I looked at the scorecards and it does not reflect the fight that happened. Like John Jones was caught hard multiple times. Um, I think it was a real shame for Dominic Reyes, but he will come back stronger. I think he will have his time.
3: Shame that ruins ruins the sport. But there's money. Corruption,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, put that on a t shirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of quick fire kind of topics here, then just to uh to round off uh BTF 31 here. Um, firstly, actually. The number thirty-one, as we're going to do on uh, all of our next um, podcasts going forward, is the number that Bastian Schweinsteiger wore. So we'll try and um, name a player basically that wore each number. Um, there'll be some. There'll be some numbers out there that we can't find someone for, but um, we'll obscure, find something else uh, we're around that high it. Now, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. yeah, it's a real should shame that we were we, number one. We should, we should have been in it, <laughs> it, <laughs> should yeah. we?
2: or just just facts about sport, I suppose, like. 32 oh someone set a record in 32 seconds or something yeah 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 yeah, exactly
3: what a player though
0: what a player Um,
2: he's retired now isn't he yeah Yeah, he was insane i think
0: so has he retired i think he might be he was playing in chicago um in the mls Uh, i think he's still playing but yeah, we'll, we'll fact check that. Uh, probably should going forward if we're going to actually dedicate <laughs> uh, the number of the show to a player. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a great player. I, I quite liked his time spent at Man United um, as well when he came back in. And he was a bit of a, you know, he's kind of over, obviously over the hill at that point. Mm. Um, so he has retired this year. Did he play last season? Did it say to 2019? Oh, hang on, give me a minute. Uh, yeah, 2019,
2: Chicago Fire, uh, 85 appearances and eight goals. That's nice. not bad. Yeah. 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 2017. Yeah, I, I think he did well out there.
3: How old is he when he, when yeah, he retired? But MLS is pretty 34. much like walking football, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 34, that's quite young though. But not it is, I don't think he it was it was never that a quick,
0: really quick player. No, no. no. Uh,
3: just I don't know what his injury record was like, but 34 seems
0: quite young. Yeah. He was a player, I think, that Pep Guardiola kind of uh, opened the door for at Bayern Munich yeah. um, in, his, in his last days there. But yeah, I, I like Schweine. got rem- memories of him from what um, would have been 2010 World Cup um, when he scored those two uh, absolute rockets with the Jubilani uh, in the third <laughs> place playoff game what a ball that was it's by like, the way um, like yeah. the one that they said to swerve it all over yeah like, yeah that was an iconic football. knuckleball just yeah. every time you even <laughs> you just put it off the inside of your boot uh yeah. it was gonna knuckleball what a world cup it was a good world cup vuvuzela aside um <laughs> yeah. shakira with the anthem there that was a good one on iconic bit
1: of commentary is the first first goal of the world cup um yeah. and the commentator just goes mental for it he's like Shabalaba.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Go yeah. What a goal. <laughs> <laughs> goal for South Africa. Goal for the
0: whole of Africa. They were brilliant. And then you just hear <laughs> <laughs>
2: in the
0: background. They were brilliant hosts. They were entertained they were the most entertaining <laughs> hosts, I think, that we've yeah. had like in the recent history. It was I mean two thousand six World Cup, the opening goal was Philip Lahm for the cool. for the host nation. Um and then yeah, I think that was an equal. I, I actually think Laba's, Shaba um, don't even
1: laugh. Yeah, his goal <laughs> <guy, laughs> uh, was
0: was just as good as as Philip Larms. Um, I'm trying to think 2014 uh, World Cup. Who scored the opening goal of that 2014 World Brazil. Cup was hosted in Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, it was an Brazilian own goal. Actually, I think it was a Croatian own goal. Um, that would be astounding knowledge if, if you fact check that and and just see. But maybe I'm going to go with Dario Serna. Own goal, or maybe it's the
3: moment of truth. Yeah, I, I, I believe.
2: I believe in. I believe. Uh, in. No, it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Marcelo.
0: He scored the actual yeah, goal. Was scored. there an
2: own goal in that game? Um, uh, I can certainly have a Stitch look for up you. Stitcher, if there's not,
3: Stitch up you've let me down. Oh yeah, you let me down. I put my faith in you.
2: Oh, it was uh, an own goal from Marcelo oh that opened the scoring yeah the so ele- Croatia scored th- first yeah 11th okay minute, right. from oh, I, close I, enough, I remember it. It. it's not bad
0: yeah, yeah. 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 was, yeah. It, yeah, was it against enough. Croatia it yes. was great yeah I remember it I do remember
2: it vividly because I remember we were all watching yeah. like Brazil are going to win this and, and then 11 minutes into the competition Neymar
0: scored from outside the box as well in that game in the second half yeah that was a brilliant world cup it was a good world cup BTF
1: trivia
2: yeah BTF
0: trivia so the quick fire point we were making here was about (laughs) Lost. <laughs> it was that it was. Basti was that was it that was it um, so second quick fire point is this Modern Warfare season 2 update that we mentioned uh, earlier in the show uh, I can confirm it's a 51 gigabyte download um, that went live 39 minutes ago wow um, so when I get home tonight I'm not going to be playing uh, season 2 of Modern Warfare because that's going to be downloading all through the night
2: that's yeah that's the size of a game
0: it's huge yeah yeah and there's a lot packed into this obviously the big map that's coming back is rust oh um, would love to see it <laughs> yeah. Rust, rust
1: probably one of the best maps yeah. on modern warfare 2 don't you agree
0: john i do not. <laughs>
3: um, i've never actually played that's crazy played that game, yeah funnily enough i used to work in game so i sold that game yeah. uh, a fair few times um but never actually played it the best oh. map
1: for like split screen when you're playing with your friends and you're just quick scoping yeah. uh all in rust is probably one of the best maps on the game. Yeah. Second really close second is definitely Nuketown.
0: Yeah, Nuketown Rust. Um I'm a big fan of shipment these days. Yeah. Um liked it in in obviously it was Modern Warfare, the original one I think. Modern Warfare One and then Let's not forget about terminal World War Two it had uh, also had yeah terminal was good as well yeah. there's some really class- there are some classic maps i think what we should do maybe is on the next episode um john obviously maybe exclude actually you're not you're not with us next week so next week's show um, who we will be joined by special guest host Tom Nussel Jones, uh, big Liverpool fan. So we'll be doing some Liverpool stuff next week. But also, yeah, we maybe let's use that as an opportunity to do a Mount Rushmore of Call of Duty uh, do multiplayer maps. I like that. Do it, uh, <laughs> and uh, you won't be left out. You won't have to sit sit yeah, exactly. aside and, and uh, adjudicate. So I'll be,
3: I'll be in Paris. Yeah, what are you doing? Giving giving Minnie and Mickey a cuddle.
0: Okay, that didn't sound good, um, did it? Uh yeah, I'm going Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, uh, lovely. Yeah, okay, Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: Disneyland for a week. Furry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh- <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and yeah, there we go. Lovely. Uh and quick fire point number three. Uh we'll stick with going um back to football. Uh, and this is another point that was kind of brought up this week uh, in our uh, group chat that we have for the podcast, uh, and it's the topic of Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yes. Obviously, the 36-year-old, um, probably all-time best player for Sweden. Or Henrik, Henrik Larsson in that conversation as well. But Zlatan. Um, Zlatan is, you know, where does he actually rank uh, in terms of uh, footballers, like world footballers of all time? Does he make a does he make top 50? Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. does he make the top twenty? Yeah,
2: yes, yes. all time top
0: ten. So I'm talking like Pele, Beckenbauer, Messi, Ronaldo. The man has
2: scored at every single club. Top
0: ten, all time players for me.
1: Yeah, Zidane. I don't know about ten. It's not top ten. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take my top twenty back. I don't think I I don't (laughs) think I can give him that. You have to think of the Zico. I just think you think about players like Thierry Henry. Tap I, 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 I said Thierry, Thierry, better yeah. Yeah, Thierry Henry, Henry better than Zlatan.
0: Yeah, there's Henry. Yeah, yeah. There's players, there's, there's players Xavi, like that. Xavi, Iniesta. And you've got
1: to take into account as well, he's got a stinking attitude. Yeah. He's but got that should problem. not affect No, that should not. Shouldn't affect it. I mean, yeah, it, his disciplinary you're right. record. Uh-huh. I think disciplinary record <laughs> should be um, taken into account. But is it when disciplinary? Yes, it's not it a yellow and record, Does he? yeah really I'm back back in his time to probably playing uh uh inter he had a bad disciplinary record i'd say yellow cards, red say... cards all that. <laughs> all, uh, that. probably check, <laughs> i think he's one of those players that
0: he's very wily with that like um i think he, in terms of actual red cards during games not that bad, yeah. Um, but um, retrospective suspensions and obviously uh, VAR is kind of caught up a little bit with Slatan now as well. So Ooh. those cheeky elbows or um, kicks to the head uh, that he kind of maybe used to get away with, I don't think they they kind of. Um, they kind of stand in the game anymore with v- with VAR. So. That overhead
3: kick against England.
0: Oh, mate, unreal! On, I mean, there's not many
3: players that can stand that goal. Can't I think is Pellet actually in a di-
0: it's in a different class of goal. Like, you, how can you compare that to um, a- any other goal? It's just so freakish how he even did it, he and I think clear. it's unreal. Yeah, I think he is. I, I I'm I'm sticking with my initial thing of I think he's top fifty all time. Um, And that is a huge compliment because you think of the actual, the amount of players that go into the top 50 of all time. um, It's huge. You two over there are are, are looking up something. Okay, so in his, so I've got his disciplinary record here. He has got,
2: in his history, all time, 102 yellow cards and 11 red cards.
1: That's quite a lot. In in 572 matches. For a striker. And then we have to take into account that it doesn't include his uh, retrospective bands outside yeah. of um, outside of the 90 minutes as well. God. Just saying, he's a nasty player. He's, he's, he gives me a bit of
0: Sergio Ramos vibes.
1: Yeah. You, you, yeah. you to, need that, you, though. You want to like him. You need but
0: that. Oh, I think it's what takes him to a, another what? level. I think 372 goals. Suarez, Suarez, though, as well. Like Suarez would not be the player that he is without that nasty streak. It makes It's what takes players to the next level. It's what Luke M's not got. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I have trouble with swaggering. Back to Love and, Island. Yeah, Ibra <laughs> being in the conversation because they're very different
2: issues w- in terms of discipline, I feel. Oh, I don't know. Do I, think it's, I think there's a biting and yeah, racism that's, and. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, maybe.
0: Not to call you out, Maybe not
3: the. I reckon it's more like a cheeky reckon, elbow here and
0: there. Yeah. That's all right. I, 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 I would stick that they're yeah. on, the, they on the same level of genius slash madman. And it's just that, that where does the yeah. line fall? Um, and I think if you take one of those things out of their game, the other one suffers. It was the same with Rooney's career. Like, as soon as they True. tamed him, as soon as he was sort of castrated uh, during his time <laughs> at Man United <laughs> and didn't become this raging kind of um, yeah. you know, bull that he was in his early days... Um, he, I think he lost an element of his game. Very true. And I think I if if that. if, if, and if an Suarez of his n- hair as well. was, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once he got those uh, there, uh, the hair transplant done. But yeah, um, no, I, I think if you took anything out of Suarez's game in particular, yeah, um, he wouldn't be the player either. And I, I personally, and I, it'd be interesting, Levi, to hear your thoughts on this uh, before we, we end the show. But Suarez, for me, is and has been for a long time, the third best player in the world behind Messi and wow. uh, Ronaldo. I mean, VVD's come into that conversation a lot in, in the last two years and, and probably he's in that top three okay now, but up to that point, up to Van Dijk entering you know, that, that level with those two. Mm-mm. Nah, I would, I would put Suarez up there ahead. I don't,
1: I don't really, don't get me wrong, Neymar is an incredible, incredible player but he just never quite reaches those dizzying heights of st- st- almost stardom where he says, Ooh. this player here is amazing. Yeah. You see the likes of, he obviously played in the same era as Messi and Ronaldo, and that's going to be a tough act to follow for anyone, but he never quite reached that almost superstardom potential that everyone always said he had when he was at Santos. Uh, yeah, in definitely.
2: Because s- I saw him play in the 2012 <coughs> uh, Olympics final and that was before he sort of changed his game to diving and playing for the free kicks and stuff. And he was, like, unplayable. If he still had that attitude, I think, I, maybe I'm wrong, but he might still have been at Santos at that time. But he, if he still had that attitude up until now, because the things he was doing with the football were incredible. If he still had that going through and brought that into the Brazilian national team and the teams that he's playing for now, he'd be up there, I think. And but he's
1: playing in the biggest... To league in the world. Yeah, that does affect it as well. Liga in France is <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did anyone see that clip the, of their own um, goal? Their own goal oh on Twitter flying God. around. I think it was I don't know who it was, but it was Olympic Lyonnais. Yeah. And they were um Defend. I think they I
1: think they were defending a the cross.
2: They were trying to defend a the cross. They passed it to the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper booted it out but it came off his foot, foot awkwardly because he foot, wasn't expecting it. Literally straight up. <laughs> and then a the the defender tried to boot it off for a corner. Straight in front of the goal, but he got skied it
0: into the is back of the PSG net. Is this the PSG game at the weekend? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see it. No, pretty uh, <laughs> incredible.
1: So, Neymar hasn't ever reached them heights, but I'm also reluctant to say that Suarez is top three. I, I just, I just can't, I can't fully say, yeah, he's top three because he went from doing what he done at Liverpool, which was an incredible, incredible oh. season, incredible, incredible numbers. <laughs> but then that being said. Um, Salah's come out and he's done, I'm not saying that Salah's top three, but he's done equally as much as Suarez done um, at Liverpool. And then Suarez then goes into one of the best teams in the world, being fed by Lionel Messi and the world's best players who are constantly emerging and being fed by them. Um, I'm just reluctant to give him that top three title. Don't get me wrong, probably one of the best strikers in the world. But to give him that top three title, I would like to say that he's one of the ones that carries, carries a club in a, in a sense. I think people who have that almost best striker capability are players that carry, carry the club and can basically grab a game by a scuffle in the neck and mm-hmm. almost drag, drag everyone with them. And I don't think he's quite, quite got that.
0: I disagree. I, I honestly think Liverpool, like, I, they would be, with Klopp, amazing like he's done a lot of good work but i still think this current wave of liverpool kind of euphoria and this this renaissance of of liverpool as a as a top european team i think it was all started by suarez i think yeah. suarez brought something new to that team that they'd been they'd been missing and obviously you know there were players that were there that whole time with, you know gerard was there through that whole era and you did have other good players playing for you during that time like Torres, et cetera and
1: yeah, yeah but would Suarez have been able to do it if he doesn't have um Sturridge and Sterling in that se- in that yes. in that season. Will he still be able but to do I, it but tr- then, the triple S yeah, season? I
0: mean Sterling obviously has been elite since. Um but I don't know about I don't know about Sturridge. Um yeah. Storage I think has, has kind of struggled with his career since he kind of broke away from Suarez. Um, And the other thing I would add about Suarez is there's been a lot of players that have have gone to um, Barcelona um, and tried to kind of play with Messi. And Messi's Messi's playing at this frequency, this level that is unreal, like is just off the scale. Suarez went from being the main man at Liverpool to dropping into being the, the second guy or the third guy, yeah, whatever, yeah. behind Suarez and Neymar at Barcelona. And it's just been so consistent. And I think it's really difficult to judge Suarez at this point because, of, um, because Messi's just so good and he's playing with the best player. And obviously, yeah, you can argue that's the reason. But it's the same for Salah. You know, Salah's playing with Mane. Salah's playing with um, Firmino yeah, and yeah. etc. Uh,
1: don't get me wrong. Suarez is a brilliant, brilliant player. I just don't know if I can quite include him in the argument for yeah. top three. I'm Does, not sure.
2: Okay, so do you think you mentioned it? I think at Levi and going back to the Ubro point, do you think that proving yourself in different leagues across the world, whether it's Donkey League, whether it's whatever, do you think that proving yourself, being able to do your job well in this case, scoring goals and performing, do you think that that has impact? Because obviously Ronaldo has proved himself in three different leagues. Hundred percent. Messi, great player, yes, but La Liga. Neymar, we're saying, has gone to Donkey League in uh, in Ligon. Yeah, but Mbappe. Did, the reason he's still not in that conversation is because people keep saying, but he's playing against like Lille and. But Armin. then the question
1: is: Did Neymar perform at Barcelona? I think he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. You do you not? <laughs> he did. I just don't. I, I just think that Neymar's always so close to being to just almost obtaining that title, and then he's just too concerned about
0: himself. But performing doesn't mean and,
1: and all of that. So he's just almost. He reaches that almost that threshold of being able to cross over into the world-class argument. I mean, he is world-class, but he just almost never gets into that elite group that he should be in, that he really does belong in, because there's too much personal stuff that he gets himself involved with, and he's too obsessed with himself um, to worry about it. I but then re- Ronaldo,
2: we, he constantly berate <clears> him <throat> for being all about himself and it, taking every brand deal under the sun and everything like that. Does that not come into it?
1: Yeah, but Neymar's not taking every brand deal under the sun. He's trying to get... Massive move, massive wages, and cut his dad some of the cheque as well, um, which exacerbates his um, almost transfer fee every single time. But then he's almost like a bit of a spoiled baby. like, when he doesn't get his own way, he wants to leave a club, which is what happened at Barcelona. And then he had that little bit in between at PSG, where he was saying that PSG was a mistake moving to PSG, wanted to move back to Barcelona, that didn't materialise, and then Mm. he's had to almost settle for PSG. I do think when we are talking about players in terms of being world class, a tiny proportion of the argument has to be centered of the type of player that they actually are and um, what they do bring to the table for the team, how, how they actually drag, drag their team almost in a positive light or in a negative light. And I think there's players out there who potentially could be world-class, but they make their teams look and sound negative. And I'll give you an example, Paul Pogba, yeah. brilliant, brilliant player, yeah. uh, world-class, but he's just got a cloud of negativity that follows him. And, yeah. um, I don't think he plays again he, at United. He, he, needs, he, needs to sh- he needs to shake that. But I guess one question then: if you have to choose your your GOAT, almost then is it Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. 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 I'll because he's done it <laughs> out in in three different leagues.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not just saying it for the, you know, just to to say it, something yeah. else. But I'm 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 a Messi fan. Well done, you're outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three to one. But yeah, I think um yeah i mean respect both of them but yeah messi, messi yeah. i think it for me the goat doesn't
2: does international play come into it as well levi in your argument do you think
3: has to. i think so you yeah. think
2: so to. yeah okay cool it Has to.
1: all right and ronaldo's done it and messi hasn't he's just retired like every five seconds and then comes back to the international team but then has
2: neymar done it he's sort of led the charge of that brazil team do you not think
0: Look, this think, is a big topic maybe yeah, we'll we'll okay. save this, this is, for another oh, show yeah, okay. i think so um i think, we could, think we, 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 this we, we could do a we could do a full um Messi versus ronaldo versus yeah. uh the rest of the world um episode um but maybe, not next week but not next week guys, <laughs> we, want john to be, we want john to be here for that yeah um, he's mini
1: next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
0: so if you're still with us uh, thanks for staying uh, till the end of the show it's been uh, obviously a slightly longer show this week uh, and those of you who watched on YouTube and then came back over to Spotify uh, we of course love you but do make sure you go back to uh, YouTube and watch it again a few more times um, and hit subscribe and like that video Um, we'll be back uh, me Greg and Levi will be back for BTF 32 and John will see you on BTF 33 and enjoy your time in Disneyland Paris Are you get the Eurostar? Well, I get a plane get a plane, get a plane yeah. rock star yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Greg thanks for joining us thank you for having me Levi thank you very much and John thank you very much cool we will see you guys uh, next week